Hi, this is Lucy B, and welcome to Signs from Above. This story is something that truly just happened today, and it was pretty impactful that I wanted to share what happened. So let me start from the beginning. About three years ago, we moved out out in the country. Uh, we had some movers that moved us, and it was about about five guys, five or six guys. And some background, my husband is a general contractor and has his own business. Uh, But we ended up having these guys come and they moved all the big stuff and helped us move. And what, there was one guy in particular that really just stood out. They were all just really nice guys, but one that really, really stood out. And this guy was just a beast. He just so focused, getting things moved, just setting it up. And the other ones were fun because they were joking around and laughing and having fun with us. Uh, This guy was too, but more focused. He was more quiet and just, again, just a beast. He just was getting it done, getting it done and went circles around the other guys. So his name is Michael. And uh, we were just really, 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 really impressed with him. So much so that my husband just thought, you know, it's always good to have a guy that you can just see that really works hard. So talked to him a little bit about construction. And he did have a little bit of construction background. Uh, so he, we've worked with him off and on. Mostly that he's come out to our house and he's just worked on some projects here and there that we needed done around the house, like redoing our deck. And he tore down our old deck uh, bathroom is what happened today. And he tore tore out the old bathtub. And um, throughout this time, though, my husband, he's just kept a really close relationship with him. And learning his story and his story is actually he it's a sad story he basically really only has one sister he doesn't have a lot of friends and I think it's because he's been betrayed throughout his life and so he really kind of keeps to himself but works hard and so he has a job he has a regular job but really just kind of comes out and helps us here and there and we know he just gets it done and works hard he's just like I said I'm gonna say it again it's a beast (laughs) so he's had some problems and he's talked to my husband about you know friends that have betrayed him and so Michael is in his early 20s but he's had these people that he betrays him but he hangs out with the wrong crowd not Jesus-loving, kind-hearted people. These are people that truly have just been into themselves and what matters to them, and alcoholics and drug addicts and people like that. Uh, he Again, he, he lives by himself in a, a basement apartment. But for the most part, he does just, he's just quiet. He keeps himself. He's just, I think, almost terrified of people. Well, backstory on Michael again is that when he 
was eight years old, he lost his mom to a brain aneurysm. And when he turned 15, he lost his dad to cancer, which left him and his sister. And they were put with his dad's best friend to live with them. And they were very abusive to them. Uh, They didn't want to be separated. They stayed in the situation because they were afraid to say anything and that that those two wouldn't be together. Even though they aren't really close, they they still was kind of like it was all they knew. It was the only family that they had had. So they stayed in this terrible situation while this person went in and sold everything that their dad had owned and they were left with nothing of their parents at all. They had absolutely nothing. So he was very betrayed by this person. And I don't know how far the abuse went on or how how deep it was. I, I know it was pretty deep. Um, I just didn't want to go there with him. Well, today we... we well, throughout this time as well, he's, he, again, talked to my husband about just the betrayal that's happened and continue to happen throughout his life. And he's, he's kind of a person that likes to, he wants to help people, and but he tries to keep up the boundaries and doesn't know where that boundary is supposed to be. My sweet, dear husband, ugh, I love him, went and bought him a Bible and just trying to be almost like he is actually kind of a spiritual mentor for Michael. I love that. Oh, dear. Ladies out there, even guys, if you're not married, make sure you find somebody that is true Christian, that loves Jesus with all their heart. And you find that person. I promise that things are going to be so much easier than if you were to marry a non-believer. It's it, they don't necessarily always put themselves up up above everyone else. They're always putting other people above them, and that's exactly what my husband has done. So, side note there, rabbit trail. He's great. And just seeing and watching him really mentor this man was just has been unbelievable. Anyway, so Michael really was really uncomfortable and doesn't like to talk about his past, but really opened up to me and my husband today. And the things that he said that, you know, going back to his past and how bad it was and really holding on to that past. And he kind of looked at me and my husband like, we don't understand because we've had the perfect life. And from the outside, it can truly look this way. Really learned this lesson from my sister going off on a rabbit trail again. My sister ended up just speaking with a group of women and asked them, what do you think my childhood was like? And she almost gets this every single time that she's just had this perfect life. She's a believer. She follows (laughs) 
Christ to a T. This my sister's amazing. She goes on missions all over the world. She truly is the definition of a Christian and how she loves. So people tend to think that she has this perfect little life. And that's how people can tend to even look at me and my husband that we've had this perfect life. And I really just kind of had to sit down with him, open up myself a little bit here. But I told him I did not live his life and what he went through was just awful. But I had been through a very, I had a very, very, very abusive father that was in and out of prison throughout our lives and um, just a very scary man. He's the reason that I believe in demons. (laughs) We've seen them. We've experienced them. It's true. He was very demonic. But where I went with that was it was a very, very, very hard childhood. My mom was the rock. She wasn't there to witness and see what was going on. It was we had to be quiet about this. So I told him this, and this isn't—it's something that I keep close to my heart and only share when needed. But I told him that it's because what happened to me, I've had to use for good, and how I've used that for good is with these kids that I've been abused and the troubles that they've had throughout life, I've been able to really relate with them and build bonds with these kids that I never would have been able to had I not gone through that. Had I had this perfect life, I would have never, ever understood what they were going through. And it's taking that, not dwelling on it, but knowing it, is who I am today. It's created who I am to have that compassion for these people that are experiencing these things that I truly, truly, truly understand. Would I want to go back and relive that? Absolutely not. But I wouldn't change anything because of what I've been able to experience with these other people and the bonds that I've been able to build. And it's truly been a miracle in a sense for that. So I asked Michael, I said, doing that and turning it into good and being able to help help other people and trying to be a light for those that need that. And I asked him, I said, do you really relate with other people who have lost their parents as well? And he said, yes. And I said, and you know what? I said, you be that light and you're going to be that for somebody else that's really going to need that from somebody that's experienced it that only they understand. I don't understand it. And that's hard. But he is going to help so many people out there that have lost their parents, that have no parents, truly don't really have family. He has a sister, but that's about all that this man has. And it's so heartbreaking to think of that. 
I mean, we all experience things and God gives us only things that we can handle. He may have not been able to handle my childhood, but I could don't I think of that and thinking not having my mom and it just devastates me to no end. My mom's one of my best friends in the entire world. And thinking of not having that hurts my heart. So what he experienced is something that God knew that he could handle and how he is going to, if he can, he can use that for good. Once I said that, Michael just started crying right there. And he said, yeah, yeah. It, it, not only that, like I've been around a lot of kids, but maybe not so many adults that really come out with the hurt and their brokenness that they have from their childhood. You get it from kids, but I was, remember, I was a social worker. I knew their background. But getting some adults and seeing how broken some of them still are from their childhoods or from previous things that they don't necessarily want other people to know because they don't know that they're broken. It was a wake-up call for me because you look around and how broken our world is and how it seems that people that we look up to are these certain people that seem to have the perfect life. These rich people, they're, are, you know, they're looking at Hollywood and it just seems they have everything. Everything's perfect. They've had the perfect life. And these people are our role models. But yeah, it brings us down more because we haven't had that perfect life, which we only know, so we keep it in. And it's not how God intended for us with these terrible experiences. Um, did did God cause, cause these sin? No, he didn't. He didn't cause those bad things to happen to us. You know, you can't control a father, mother, you know, behavior, all that. You know, or a guardian beating the life living tar out of him or whatever it may have been like that's not from God that's not from God but God is going to take those bad things and can turn it into something good if you allow him he's going to use it he's going to use it you can't dwell on it you pray okay God this is what's happened to me but how do you want me to use this? How do you want me to use this for other people to to further your kingdom? He, he's going to show you. I can't even tell you how many times I've been able to use these negative experiences in my life and putting them into a positive for other people. And I'm not one that's, again, that's going around telling everybody my whole childhood, but like today opening that up to show hey you know we're all broken we've all most of us i believe have things that haven't been great haven't been good 
showing just how vulnerable you can be and building that trust you know he's moving away so i don't know if we're going to see him again um maybe we will he's just going to a new place for a new start again not knowing anybody kind of just really been praying for him Maybe, I don't know, maybe he can come over. We can get him over for Thanksgiving or Christmas or something so he's not alone. But, you know, if you've experienced something like that, something really horrible from a childhood or something even in adult life that, you know, just seems to shame you even though it wasn't your fault, pray. Pray how you can make it good. Pray how you can take this experience and help someone else. I look back at, you know me, looking at the verses, what what kind of verses, um, learning from stories and where it's at in the Bible. And if you look at Galatians 6.2, it does say we need to carry each other's burdens. And so you will fulfill the law, law of Christ. And Jesus did say, you need to love the Lord with all your heart, all your soul, and all your might. And second is to love your neighbor as yourself. And when you carry other people's burdens and terrible things that happen to them throughout their life and being there to comfort them and carry, help carry those burdens with them so they don't feel alone. I really truly believe that that's that's how we do love and that's part of how we show love to others. And so that's all I got today. Thanks for being patient with my non-scripted story. But again, it just really all came together today and really has just been on my heart. And it's something that I really feel I wanted to share. So thank you for listening and we will see you next week. Talk to you later. Bye.